This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 302. Well, hello there, Vet Zeners, and welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your well-rested hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. I'm kind of digging this afternoon nap thing that we've been finding this. Here's the thing. I've always get my energy levels or do they just dip around 3.30, 4-ish, something like that. Yeah, and then we too. usually get sucked into Judge Judy. <laughs> and During then, the week, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like we get up early and then we work and then we take the dogs for a walk in the park. And and then right around when we come back, everybody's tired. The dogs right now, thank goodness, are crashed on their beds and napping. So mm-hmm. hopefully we won't be interrupted. They had a nice, nice long walk today. Right. All right. In this episode of our podcast, we're very pleased to share an interview with someone who has been a friend of mine for, I think, I was trying to remember, I think it's been about... 10 years now that he's been a friend of mine. I met him while working in my corporate job. and AKA he, the grind. <laughs> well, I, we were both in the grind. <laughs> and uh, he left a little bit before me, actually a lot of it before me, and he went to go on to other pursuits. And then, yeah, I was let go last year. Um, but we've stayed in touch, which I'm really grateful for. Big thing uh, that I'm grateful for with respect to social media. His name is Augie Sanchez, and he is a also a gardener. Now, I've all, always known that he was into gardening, but I guess I didn't realize how much this was a passion for him until reading the, his interview in Burpee's blog. So Burpee is a seed company, and they featured him as the gardener of the month for March 2019. So I was like... Wow, cool. And you know, he's always giving cool tips. That's how you know when somebody's really passionate about about something they do, even though this isn't his full-time job, but it's a very it's a it's a hobby for him. It's a mm-hmm. it's a passion for him that he's always sharing tips and things like that. So today we're going to talk with Augie about how he developed his love for gardening, some of his eco-friendly gardening practices, and what advice he gives to beginning gardeners. But before we get into that interview, we do have a new rating. We do. So this is from Kara F13. And the uh, she titled her review, Big Inf- Needed Information Delivered Here. And Kara says, how exciting is this podcast? I'm thrilled to find this sunshine podcast that shines great light on all the benefits of living a plant-based lifestyle, being kind and gaining great peace of mind. Thank you for educating us all about the great benefits of blackstrap molasses. I use some today in my smoothie, and I don't think enough plant-based lifestylers know enough about the importance of keeping up on your iron and how meat isn't the only way to supplement this need. It was great to learn about the process of making molasses and how you can make it with beets or pomegranate. Keep being an inspiration. Cool. Thank Thank you you. so much for heading out to iTunes and leaving a rating because that helps more people find us. We really appreciate it. And really appreciate the mention of the blackstrap molasses because... Right now, we do have, of course, we've done a couple of podcasts, I think, on black, that included mm-hmm. at least Blackstrap mm-hmm. Molasses, one with a focus on. But I've been looking to see what do people like from our stuff, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes, what people are clicking on. One of our most popular articles or 
uh, pages on our on our website is the blackstrap molasses oatmeal recipe. Mm. So I was thinking, you know, there's other recipes out there that you can incorporate if you're not an oatmeal person or maybe you're tired of having it that way because it is a really healthy addition to your diet. So more to come on that. We might be doing some more blackstrap molasses recipes. Great. All right, today we are being sponsored by the Golden Apple Roundtable. If you're not familiar with the Golden Apple Roundtable, these are the folks that help ensure that the lights stay on at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with monetary support via Patreon.com. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. Many people don't realize that it does cost money for us to produce a podcast every week. And we've been doing this for six years. <laughs> so we've incurred a lot of costs when it comes to media hosting, website hosting, equipment, all sorts of things. So the monetary su- support we receive from these folks through Patreon goes directly back into the cost of producing the podcast and keeping it going to you guys free on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in supporting us, uh, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen where you will see a video of Larissa and me. And in that video, we discuss the mission of Vegetarian vegetarian Zen, why we started it, why we do what we do. Uh, On the sidebar of the page, you will see various support levels, anywhere from a dollar a month all the way up to $50 a month and levels in between. You can also customize if you want to provide support at a a level that's not seen there. You can also customize that. (laughs) $1.37. Uh, certain levels will qualify you for some vegetarians in swag, such as a car magnet, recyclable grocery bags, stickers, or t-shirts. Even a dollar a month goes a long way because if you're giving a dollar a month, somebody else is giving a dollar a month, somebody else is giving a dollar a month. We have several folks at that level. Those add up over time. So if you're not interested in contributing on a monthly basis, we also have a one-time button located on our website. If you head out to vegetarianzen.com and there's a support tab at the very top, you will see on that page a, an option to buy us a juice. And that's where you can provide a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show. All right. Are we ready to get into our interview with Augie Sanchez? I'm excited. AKA, I forgot to mention his AKA, the unkempt gardener. Even though he shaved for our (laughs) uh, interview. He shaved for us because it was a video interview as well. All right. Let's get to our interview with Augie. Okay. Welcome to the show, Augie. Thank you. Hi, Augie. Glad to be here. Glad to talk to you. Most definitely, yes. Yeah, yes, it's, talk it's to been you again. a very long time. So as I mentioned in the intro that um, Augie and I have been friends for many years, and it wasn't until recently that I knew you were always into gardening, but I guess I didn't realize how much you were gardening <laughs> until I saw your article in the Burpee blog. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was just, it's just been a great experience. I mean, it was a, it was complete shock when I got that. Um, You know, I, I just, me and a a friend of mine that's in, that's in the gardening group that I'm in, we, we, we recommended each other, you know, I guess kind of the way that the friends do like, Hey, you should try for this. Well, you know what? I'm putting your name in as well. And um, no, it it was, it was just a great surprise. You know, Um, they, they, they have such a, a, just a wide variety of of folks that, that have been accepted. And uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd mentioned this before that, you know, some, some of them, uh, had, they, they had mentioned in the Instagram post, they had put all of our names in there. And then 
they said, you know, we've got followers, you know, or we've got people that have, you know, 5,000 followers. And then we have somebody that's got a hundred. And I had to call myself out in the Instagram post and say, Hey everybody, that's me. (laughs) Nice to meet you. (laughs) Well, we all start somewhere. That's for sure. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you got into gardening. So, um, you know, one of the things that, that really is just a, a, just a really, really strong childhood memory uh, for me is, is just growing up around it. Um, you know, my father, my, my grandmother, my grandfather, I was just always around vegetable gardens. And um, there, there's, there's, just, there's just nothing like biting into a fresh fruit or vegetable right off the vine. Um, that, that's something that's just always stayed with me, you know, as a, just as a young child, you know, my, I used to hate tomatoes and my cousin dared me, you know, when we were in our grandmother's garden to eat a tomato and I'm not one to back down on a dare, even at, you know, eight years old or whatever I was back then and bit into it. And, and it just, it tasted just completely different, you know, from what you would get, you know, at the store out of the can and, you know, they just always stayed with me. That's crazy, um, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it, it, there, there really is nothing like it. And I'm glad I get to experience that now because um, there was a, a long period of time where I just put everything on pause, you know, and, until I became an adult. I don't know, about two years ago, you know, <laughs> how long I've, I've really been taking the, the gardening thing, just, just really taking it, just, just grabbing it by the horns and just going full steam ahead. Yeah, I'd say for the last two years. I've been playing around with it since about 2010, but we're talking just going to Lowe's and throwing stuff in the ground and crossing my fingers and hoping it lives. Right. And most of that, the time that, it didn't. That's me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me today. That's the Galenus method. <laughs> well, you know, I'm living proof then, you know, that, that, that you can, you know, with just a, a little bit more understanding on how it works that you can, you can really do well in the garden. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you come up with your name? It's very intriguing. <laughs> Un, unkempt gardener. It's, it's, it's uh, just, you know, it, it's not, it's not a name anybody gave me. I, I gave it to myself. Um, it's like it just really, on I, I, I'm assuming. Yes. I'm assuming <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. You know, it's funny. I was really prepping myself for a Seinfeld joke. So I'm, I'm glad it came on so, so early, so early, but um, I, you know, one of the things I, I really got it just kind of from my dad, you know, um, he, he would show me, you know, I'd say, Oh, I'm, I'm having trouble with this. And, and he would get some sticks and, and, and just some stuff laying around and, and he would construct something that was a solution to all my problems. And instead of just, you know, going to a hardware store and spending 20 bucks on something. And, you know, I, I, I shaved today. You should have seen me this morning. Um, you wouldn't have had to ask that question as to why I, the other reason I call myself the unkempt gardener is because when I'm not working, I'm, I, my face is shaggy, you know, um, and uh, I wore a, a clean shirt, you know, this oh, one's a nice good. shirt. Yeah. I, I, I spared no expense awesome. today. So this, this is not my, my normal look, you know, uh, that, that, that's the other side of it right there. It's just, it, it's just matching my, my personality with, with, um, with, with, how I approach uh, the garden. Yeah. Cool. So we're, you're in San Antonio. I didn't mention this uh, right now. I hadn't mentioned this, but you are in San Antonio mm-hmm. with, with us and we are starting already to heat up. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, this so, morning, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty warm outside. I went for a walk right before this. So what are you, what are you putting in the ground right now? 
Okay, that great, great question. So right now, um, because uh, there, there's something called a, a first and last frost date that the Farmer's Almanac puts together, and that really helps you plan your your gardening. We're lucky down here in South Texas; we get two growing seasons. A lot of places up north they get four to six months, and that's it. Then mm-hmm. the, the ground is shut down after that. Um, so using that, you you can determine what plants you can plant. Uh, you know, in our spring uh, season as well as our fall season, which is nice. Right now, obviously, you know, as of just, what, two days ago, we're in the spring season. Um, Right now, I've got uh, cucumbers that I put in the ground. Um, I've got onions, tomatoes, uh, peppers, and eggplants, which I'm really excited about. I've never grown eggplants, and I'm I'm growing those from seed. So I've I've never even grown them, period, you know, even picking up transplants from the store. So Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about that. Those are the main things I'm growing. in the very near future, I'm going to put some herbs in the ground, um, things like basil, dill. Those are a couple of things that not only just for for the the flavor that you get, you know, it's nice having a pantry outside, um, but they also have uh, bug and you know pest repellent uh, right. abilities. So. Um, yeah. And I'm also playing around with some flowers, actually. I don't know how to pronounce them because I've never grew them before, but I think it's nasturtiums. I'm mm-hmm. growing those because there's a, there's kind of a, an old school uh, thought process that they help tomatoes taste better. So of course I've got those just everywhere around my tomatoes right now. Nice. And mar- marigolds are good for pests. You know what? I, I left marigolds out. I haven't planted them yet. I'm going to be out of town next week, but one of the first things I'm going to do is plant some marigolds and some mm-hmm. sunflowers. Um, oh, the, the other reason I've started doing flowers this year is because uh, I want to get more pollinators uh, mm-hmm. just circulating. I do have this huge butterfly. She's about that big that visits me every day at about mm-hmm. 11 o'clock on the dot. Um, and I had last year, I had a couple of bumblebees and I, I really want to get some more coming in because it's just great to be out in the garden and, and just just seeing all this life around you you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of the the things that's really relaxing about it you know therapeutic right so so a lot of the things that you've that you're putting in the ground now you've kind of started earlier though because you have a mm-hmm. greenhouse right yes i have a greenhouse but believe it or not down here um, you can only use a greenhouse maybe three to five months out of the year. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking like October to right about now. Mm-hmm. If I were to give me just one second. Okay. So right now, I don't know what the temperature is outside, but I've got this thermometer here, um, that shows me what the temperature is in my greenhouse. It's 89 degrees and I've got the door and the window open. If I mm-hmm. close that, it'd probably be about a hundred <laughs> degrees in there. Um, and in a month it's going to be the surface of Venus. I'm sure. Um, yeah. What I mainly use to more uh, accurately answer the question is behind me, I've got this rack and I've got four inch shop lights right here. I've got LEDs up here and down here. I've got, I'm sorry, four foot shop lights down here. So starting in December is when I start my peppers because those take almost a month to sprout and then two months after that to grow. I'll grow them indoors. And then right now what I'm doing is I'm moving them to your point, what I do is I kind of stagger it. So I have my greenhouse. When they get too big in here, I put them in my greenhouse when it gets about 60 to 75 mm-hmm. degrees in there. And then when it starts moving towards that Venus level of heat, that's <laughs> when I pull them out of the greenhouse and I put them in soil outside. So yeah, awesome. it's you don't have to do that. But um, if you want to start from seed, I really recommend doing something like that. But if you were to just go to like a local nursery, which I really recommend doing, getting some maybe plants that are about that tall, 
you could you could go today and get some and put them directly in the ground and you it, not everybody shares my I, I don't know if you want to call it passion or not but i mean i've been doing this since december you know and and now it's just starting to come to fruition outdoors so if you wanted to save a little bit of time and um you're not really ready for something like that i totally understand still go with a local nursery i highly recommend a local nursery that are knowledgeable they'll answer your questions they know what they're doing so when you do that my my, gra- my grandpa was a farmer and so, but when you do this, do you keep like a journal or kind of a log of like when you plant stuff and when you move it, or do you just kind of, cause he kind of did like some, but I think a lot of it, he, you know, he did it for so many years. He just kind of knew. I'm smiling because I have like three journals that have about two pages filled out on each of them <laughs> of very, very good info. But then I just, I, it's, I want to, but it's just not in my play style now. Mm-hmm. To everybody that keeps a journal, I highly recommend it if that's something that you can do. What I've found for me, because I'm, I'm more of a, a, a kinetic, a doer type learner and more of a visual learner, I, that's where social media has really come into play for me. Because I look at my Facebook album, you know, I just recently got on Instagram, but I look on my Facebook album from two years ago. It's so funny. I'll look at it and there's all this positivity in there. Oh, look at my, you know, look at my cucumbers, look at my squash. And I'm like you moron what are you you're doing it all wrong you didn't know <laughs> yeah, anything back then <laughs> so so that's my journal i guess i mm-hmm. but paper if 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 some of us are planners and some of us are really good with with paper you know journals mm-hmm. go for it if because if you if you have the wherewithal that i don't to go back and say what did i do that that then mm-hmm. then most definitely i'm i'm all for it well and it kind of is it's kind of what you were doing Right. right. Yeah, exactly. But if we didn't have Facebook, I'd, I'd be terrible at it. I'd still, yeah. there we, I would still have those three journals with the first two pages filled out. <laughs> okay. So um, you and I had talked a little bit before about some of the eco-friendly aspects that you try to incorporate in your gardening. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about like recycling and things that you do in your garden? Absolutely. It's, it's one of the things that, that I just, I love trying to find new and creative ways to, to use stuff that most people just see as trash. Um, the biggest one for me, that that, too. <laughs> good, I, everybody should, you yeah. know, I wish more people did. It's just, I, I understand that for some people it's not in the forefront of their head. So, uh-huh. you know, it's, it, but everybody should, you know, it, we've got a responsibility not to get preachy or anything, but um, <laughs> my probably the thing that, that, that really impacts my garden the most is going to be the homemade compost. Um, and a lot of people think, well, I don't have the room for it. Um, or, you know, I, I just, I don't have the materials for it, but we throw stuff away every day that we can use as compostable material. I even have some stuff right here, actually. That's funny. Um, like, paper towel rolls, you know, you can shred these up. Um, you can use table scraps. Um, you, you can even go to, to a, a, a coffee shop, you know, just call them in the morning and say, can I have your coffee grounds at the end of the day? I can hit up three coffee shops on the way home from work and have about 25 pounds of coffee grounds. Wow. If you mix coffee grounds, cardboard, newspaper products, things like that. Also other stuff, leaves, little table scraps in four to eight months, you can have some really good compost and you've taken that stuff out of landfills. Mm-hmm. Here's why that's important. Um, landfills, sure, if you were to throw coffee grounds, all the materials I showed you into a landfill, um, eventually it's, it's going to break down. But it's also because it's stacked so high up, it's, it's going to rele- release more methane 
than it would if you were to have it like in a compost bin, say, or in a compost heap. Plus, when I make this stuff here, it's nourishment for my plants. When I'm digging my holes, I throw some down, put the plants down, bury it, put some on top. It's slow release nutrients for them, and it really is the best thing for them, as well as the worms in the ground. That, that's another topic um, altogether. Another thing that I like to do, and I know that we have this down in, uh, in San Antonio, and, and it's actually a pretty popular thing down here in San Antonio, too, is the, the bulk pickup through waste management that we have twice a year. Mm-hmm. I'll jump in the car, or my borrow my dad's truck, and I'll go around. And you'd be surprised at some of the stuff that that people throw away, or mm-hmm. they consider trash, and are are, are are having them take to a landfill. Um, and I can always spot a former gardener, uh, somebody in your shoes, Larissa. <laughs> I just sometimes <laughs> yeah, I'll drive by. Yeah, you should by. check out our garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll drive. Sometimes I'll drive by somebody's house, and I'll just see six, seven, eight pots, pallets. Mm-hmm bamboo poles that you can use as stakes. I mean, there's just so much stuff out there and I'll just load that stuff up and reuse it. Um, you know, In fact, I might have some stuff for you. So. Well, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll bring a bottle of wine or something and uh, yeah, we go. can barter. <laughs> uh, even stuff like, um, uh, oh, here we go right here. Um, I collect rainwater in these, in these, you know, I'll get these from friends or when I use them and they, they run out and I'll just collect rainwater under the storm drain, um, near my house. And, you know, if it rains for about 20 or 30 minutes, I can fill up about, I don't know, 10 of those. And that's good for my plants inside when I'm, when I'm growing, you know, when I'm starting my seeds indoors, they really like the, uh, the rainwater. It's really the best thing for them. That's great. And you know, we're, we'll talk about this in a little bit. You're, you also have, you do videos um, yes, for new yes, gardeners, yes, but ma'am. I can, I can just say, I can tell that you're an amazing uh, teacher because you brought props to an interview. <laughs> that's just how, that's how awesome that is, is you, you're at an interview and you're like pulling out props. So <laughs> I, I, I think what it is, is I just, set up the right environment. This is like, this is my guest bedroom that used to just be devoid of everything. And when I got into gardening a couple years ago, I, it's just full. Like you, I, I'm not going to pan around. I'm embarrassed to say how full it is of gardening. So I'm, that's why I'm literally like, Oh yeah, this is part of the conversation right here. You know, this just happened to be here. It did just happen to be here. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Well, that's actually a good segue. Let's talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. So how, when did you start that? I started it, if I remember correctly, back in July of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I was only doing videos maybe once every month and a half, two months, just as, as topics came up in the mm-hmm. gardening group. And I specifically put it together um, to help us in the gardening group because some, when you have a brand new person that says, I'm paraphrasing here, but I don't even know what I don't know, and I don't know what questions to ask, but I feel like this is a hobby that I can be passionate about. We want to be able to, to answer those questions, you know, in, instead of saying something like, well, read a book or Google this or Google that, you know, we, and, 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 I, and I thought that, you know, me being an admin in that group, you kind of, you kind of attach a person to the, this, this topic and you have somebody that you can go to for questions. Um, they're, they're, they're also good conversation starters, but yeah, I base them off of, uh, just common questions that I would see in the group. Like the first one is about knowing your planting zone, very Mm -hmm. common question in the group. Mm -hmm. And then I build on it. We start talking about 
growing specific things like peppers or specific strategies like how to grow those seeds. You know, you can use paper towels, you know, you can, you can grow them. You don't have to germinate them in soil, um, things like that. And then there are times like actually I just uploaded a video yesterday where I pull it back a little bit. Okay, so we've gotten into these things like how to prune your pepper plants or how to grow this specific seed. Well, now it's, it's the start of spring. We've got, I would say, close to maybe 100 to 250 people a day with member requests. All these new people, again, people that may not even know what questions to ask. So I put together a video about, you know, the six things you should consider when starting a garden. And it doesn't solve all the world gardening problems in that video. But what it does is it, um, my goal is to open a dialogue, you know, with yeah. these folks so that they know what questions. And I tried something a little different with this video that I'm really interested in. I wanted to put together a video that a parent can watch with their child at the same time where it will hold their attention. You know, the, the child may not understand everything that's going on, but it's, it's going to help engage the child. Hey, look at all these things that we can grow together. Meanwhile, the parent is, you know, hopefully listening to me, <laughs> you know, during the video. So that, that's something that I, I want to start moving, gravitating the videos towards is uh, it's something that's really important to me is, is teaching young folks, teaching children how to do this because I'm, I'm a product of that. You know, whether it was done intentionally or unintentionally, you know, 35 years ago, um, that has always stayed with me. You know, those little stories about being in grandma's garden, you know, and, mm -hmm. and taking on a dare. <laughs> well, um, and that's, that's amazing, too, because, you know, even if the parents don't take away so much from it, yeah. you're, and, and I'm going to make an awesome gardening pun here, you're planting the seed <laughs> in kids you oh, know, you. so that when they get, I know, uh, <laughs> so that when they get to, you know, that age where they can say, hey, I want to do this myself, whether or not, you know, I've got a parent to help me, they'll mm -hmm. have that knowledge that you've kind of, you know, started. Exactly. I mean, uh, children, young, young folks, they, they attach themselves to inspiration. They do. And, and they, and, and I've noticed that they, they gravitate towards growing stuff, you know, mm -hmm. be it plants or, or anything else, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's why they like puppies and kittens, you know, they, they want to raise, you know, watch this, this right. puppy grow up into something lovable and adorable. So, um, yeah, I think they're just naturally drawn to things like that. I'm just going to bet right now that Larissa had that planting the seed in front of her on an index card or something. She was just going to try to work that pun in somewhere. <laughs> I feel like I should have, I should have written down a couple of puns as well. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could duel for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, just to clarify real quick for folks, when you were referring to the group, we're talking about your closed Facebook group, right? Yes. Thank okay. you. It's uh -huh. called gardening for beginners. We've uh -huh. um, there, there's a couple out there that are called gardening for beginners that we're not associated with. Um, Hours, I want to say we hit about 75,000 people a week or two ago. So it's going to be round about, we've, wow. we've got, yes, yes. We've, <laughs> we, we, we've got eight admins, including myself and, and wow. uh, we, we earn the pay that we don't make. <laughs> Whatever that amount would be, yeah. we would be earning it. Um, it's, it's. Uh, but but we all do it because we love it. I mean, I think yeah. that's how we can we can manage and organize a group like that with so few admins is that we're all so very much passionate about it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And patient. Yeah, so, so we'll <laughs> so we'll have links to all of your your stuff in the Thank show you. notes. So just so you know, but um, just wanted to clarify for folks that they're thinking and you know they were wondering what group that was. If it was and, a membership and, it, and if I may say, 
I know it sounds like a large group, but we want more people in there. We want as many people as possible. We are full of folks that just can't wait to just impart their knowledge on you. Um, we're all very helpful. Um, we we love those beginner questions. It's in you know it's in the name, um, so we're we're happy to help. It's not just for folks that are seasoned pros, but we do have some seasoned pros that are in there that do love helping other people. You know, um, just just practice practice their hobby. That's good to know too, because I think some people can get intimidated and feel like, am I asking a dumb question? Mm -hmm. I'm going to sound stupid. So. and on the flip side, there's some Facebook groups out there where the moderators or the admins may be kind of jaded, you know, they, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just human nature. It's, it's not a front against them. It's just, so if they've been in a group like that, they're like, uh, am I going to see that here? Mm -hmm. if you do send me a message yeah yeah. (laughs) we'll take care of it (laughs) that's so important it really is because larissa and i are very active in our closed facebook group and you do have to be careful because you know we call ours a no bully zone meaning that everybody needs to be respectful and i think as an admin we're in there every day just Mm -hmm. making sure that no one's picking on anyone and everybody feels welcome to ask Mm -hmm. questions that that they, they want to ask. It should be fun. We, we want it to be a safe, fun, friendly environment yeah. for everybody. We don't want anybody to feel intimidated, um, insulted, belittled, in, in any of those things. Because while there are a lot of people that are passionate, you know, some of those folks that some folks that come in that are interested in learning, it might just take one interaction like that and they just drop it. And, yeah. and we don't want that. We failed if that happens. And, and that's exactly that what we look at it with vegetarian, yeah. with vegetarians. And that's why we say if somebody was thinking about going more plant-based, even if it was just a meatless Monday and you Mm -hmm. turned them off because you had to beat your chest or call someone Mm -hmm. out for not being 100% (laughs) vegan, then we lost that. We lost the mm-hmm. war. We lost the yeah. war. You may have won a little battle by getting in your little jive, but you lost. <laughs> <the war. laughs> I, exactly. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Vicky. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so Larissa, I know you wanted to ask a question about because we, we've been gardening challenged in the past. <laughs> Which she says we, but she means me. Being a good spouse. I'm being a good spouse. Right. So yeah. So what? Um, what are some easy plants? Because, you know, I, we, we were talking before the, the, we started recording, but mm-hmm. I, I tend to kill things. Um, <laughs> I have good intentions, but they look at me and they're like, oh, God, here she comes, you know. <laughs> uh, but what are some easy plants uh, or vegetables for beginners to grow who may have had bad experiences in the past? <laughs> so are you, are you wanting to use containers or is it something that do you have room outside or what were you thinking? Well, um, it, 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 where we are right now, we don't have, we can't put anything in the ground. We just don't, we've got two dogs. We've got, you know, we don't have a whole lot of space. We don't want to mm-hmm. dig up the ground because we're probably going to be moving. And, you know, so sure. in the past I had done, I had had some raised, um, not raised beds, but uh, boxes that were actually up on legs. Mm-hmm. And they're really good, good quality boxes. I had them for a number of years before they just kind of got beaten down by the weather. Sure. Uh, so, but the only issue with those is that they're not very deep. So I couldn't put stuff that had like really deep roots. And I mean, there, mm-hmm. there were only like, you know, foot and a half deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that and then I had a bunch of kind of bigger pots and, and things like that. So that would be what I would use. Um, sure. Yeah. 
So if, uh, you know, and then just for, for all the listeners as well, um, you know, there are places around town like bakeries where you can get food grade five gallon buckets. There are also places, especially, I don't know if I can mention names or not, but there are certain, uh, okay, great. So firehouse subs, uh, they're pickles. Um, they come in these five gallon buckets. They sell them for $2 and it's a donation to the, um, the, the firemen. I I don't know what association it is, but it supports fire, uh, firefighters. And um, you've got a five-gallon pickle bucket. Um, you can grow peppers in those. You mm-hmm. can grow green beans, which green beans are really easy to grow. And they're, they're really, it's like a, it's almost like an immediate satisfaction because they only take about four days to sprout. So you water them for four days and then you start seeing this, this life come up and you're like, yay. Um, you, know, you can actually get bush varieties of those that don't climb. Because some green beans will climb 10 feet tall if you let them. But there are some that only get about three feet, you know, and if you've got the room for that, you can have green beans. Um, There's also bush variety tomatoes. They have to, there's a term called determinant. Um, You can go with those. Those are also ones that do not climb. So um, those are a couple of container friendly ones. Of course, you've got herbs. Um, An easy, super easy herb to grow is basil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to do herbs and, and I yeah. had pretty good success okay, with, good. with them. And then, and then I just, you know, after I killed everything else, we said, all right, no more, you know, so <laughs> everything else kind of just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just about giving them enough light. You know, their, their spring vegetables are going to need six to eight hours of direct sun. That's really important. So, you know, something that's South facing, like if you have a balcony, um, you want to, you want to give it food, you know, like a compost or some sort of, you can even go with a slow release organic granule fertilizer. I know they sell a lot of them are under $10. And if you just have a couple of plants, they're going to last you probably a couple years because they're slow release, um, water, you know, sunlight, water, if, right. if you're one of those folks that believes you need to talk to them every now and then, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's the other thing you said, South Facing. Our house mm-hmm. faces, the front of our house is due west. Okay. And so the back of our house is due east. So Ooh. the front, it, yeah, the front yeah. in the afternoon, we have a metal door and you can't touch the door. Yeah. Because yeah. the sun, mm-hmm. you know, and then so we get full, full sun in the, in the morning mm-hmm. and then nothing in the afternoon in the back. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. yeah there, there's a section of my house in the backyard that is just off limits. I, I think mm-hmm. I can probably grow moss there and, and that's about <laughs> it. <you know? laughs> yeah. So th- those would be some of the vegetables. Um, you can you can like during the winter, um, like maybe the, the fall months when uh, I would say maybe around August through October, you can grow greens. Like you can grow mm-hmm. lettuces, collard greens, mustard greens, carrots and radishes and radishes will grow really fast. It usually only takes about two or three months from start to finish. And you can fit in a five gallon bucket, probably about eight or nine radishes in each one. So yeah. oh, okay. they taste really cool. good right out of the ground. They're, I love radishes. Cool. So what's the most challenging thing that, or maybe, is there something that you've been trying to grow that you just can't, you haven't succeeded at yet, I should say. I don't want to say can't, because you very well could. But. Squash is my yeah. Achilles heel. <laughs> and uh, I, and that is one of the easy ones to grow, too. What do you and think is so challenging about it? I, you know, I think, it's, I think it's a combination of pests and... Um, I, 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 there's, 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 I think it's mainly pests um, because I think last year there's something called a, a, a squash bore that, that got in there and just 
got rid of it. Mm. Um, but um, the other thing would be, um, I, I probably just haven't been giving them enough room. You know, I haven't dedicated enough, uh, the right environment for them. Uh, but this year I've, I've got it set up. I'm winning this year. Most definitely. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be right over there. It's literally right behind this window. I've got this set up when I get back from my trip. <laughs> I'm taking care of business. I'm going to win this year. <laughs> Augie versus the squash. Yes, ma'am. The ever squash. elusive squash. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to awesome. go. And I think one of the reasons I'm intentionally waiting is because I don't want to come back and go, they did it again. They did it again. <laughs> right. I was gone for a week and they did it again. So. <laughs> they're like, they're like, all right, he's gone. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Augie, we've really enjoyed having you on the show. Is there any parting advice you'd like to give to any of your listeners, our listeners, anyone that's aspiring to garden and thinking this is the year I'm going to start? Yes. Um, don't, don't, I mean, this is kind of cliched, but don't be afraid to fail. Um, I, you know, I, and I tell this to a lot of gardeners that get discouraged um, where maybe just something has happened out of their control, um, you know, out of, about 50 uh, seedlings, well, let's take that a bit farther, probably about out of 75 seeds that I planted, 50 sprouted. Um, Out of those 50, about 35 or 40 reached a level to where I could actually move them to a new container. And out of those, maybe about 25 actually made it to where I'm putting them outside. So, that is that is my barometer. That's my yardstick for success. Um, and I've got wonderful, strong. That's the other thing. I know these plants are strong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> out of yeah. 75, 25 made it. Um, and they are strong plants. They're out in the yard. They're going to be doing well. And I would say um, by April, May, June, I'm going to start seeing things like tomatoes, peppers. I mean, it's going to be great. So don't get discouraged by the small losses because they're not really losses. Even in those situations, I kind of changed up some of the things that I did. I looked at the environment. What do these things like? What don't they like? What should I try differently next time? That's part of gardening. Just that, that would be the message that I would give folks that, um, you know, when, when you fail, just look at what happened because um, that, that's going to make you a stronger gardener. Great. That's, that's awesome. And you just gave me the idea. Maybe we need to go like on location next time. And head I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Mikasa is su casa. That's awesome. I, I did want to say one other thing. I meant sure. to mention this earlier when you brought up the uh, YouTube channel. One of the things that I'm doing a little bit differently with this channel, I love jamming out in the garden. Okay. <laughs> Soul, <laughs> funk, 80s music. It doesn't matter. 70s pop music. I listen to little disco here and there, but you know, I, not as much. I've put together three different playlists on my YouTube channel. If you go under playlists and they're gardening music. So I've got soul and funk. I've got, um, seventies pop and I've got what I call eighties uplifting, you know, your, your Whitney Houston, your Taylor Dane, you know, things like that (laughs) when I'm in that kind of mood. And let me tell you something, music in the garden, it, it really, it, it, it just makes the time so enjoyable. It's yeah. just it's just easier to be out there weeding or digging and you've got some music, you know, you've got a little soundtrack with you. So, um, you know, for your viewers, please check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. Awesome. That's great. And I've seen you karaoke, so I know you can get down. So. <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't hold back out there either. <laughs> the, the yard is my audience, right? <laughs> awesome. 
Well, as I mentioned, we're going to link up to everything in the show notes. So thank you so much, Augie. And, and you, also, this is a little bit of a, of a, like you said, what did you call it? An achievement unlock because yes. this is our first video podcast. So we're going to have the audio available and we're also going to have this on your channel and then we're going to have it on our channel as well. So folks yes. have different ways to access this. Mm-hmm. So thanks again, Augie. We really appreciate Thank you. you know, Thank you. This, this was it. a privilege. It meant a lot to me. I've been, I've been so excited about this. And <laughs> this has been everything that I expected and even more. Thank you. It's, it's, it was great talking with you guys about something that I love to do. Awesome. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Augie. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, so we hope you enjoyed that interview with Augie Sanchez. It was so great to catch up with him and we plan to follow up with him at harvest time, like we mentioned, in just a f- couple of months. He said he should be seeing things. Also, this is our first video interview. Hopefully, <laughs> I say that, but hopefully it goes well because we haven't uploaded it yet. Um, but, well, by this time we will have uploaded <laughs> it. Uh, but um, as I'm saying this, we haven't put the video out there yet. And uh, so we're hoping to bring you more video interviews also so so that way we can... Uh, fatten up our YouTube channel. We really want to put more things up out there. We've put, we have a few videos like Larissa making soap and what else were you making? A few things out there. Crushing garlic. Yeah. Some things like that out there, but we want to put some more things on our YouTube channel to include interviews with folks. So hopefully you'll be seeing more of those very soon. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.